What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Leadership Leaning. To be specific, we are in season one. This is episode three, and today I have the best guest that I can bring on next to Jesus. I always say it's Jesus and Julia. Julia's on <laughs> once a year annually. We bring Julia on to Leadership Leaning, so she's going to be joining us for a riveting conversation in just a moment. But I want to say thank you to everyone that is listening sharing, commenting, subscribing. It means the world. Uh, we have a team of people you can't see here that works hard to put this podcast together. And uh, we just love. I, I, You know, I was thinking about, you can help us with this. Okay. You know how like Beyonce has the beehive? Oh, jeez. Yes, I do. And, 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 uh, and yeah, you do. <laughs> and I'm trying to think of another uh, example, like uh, you know, uh, the Swifters, right? Yeah. No, I'm not tracking with that one. Taylor Swift. What is her nation called? Oh, I don't know. The Selinas. The Selinas oh. got a group. I feel like we should name. Are you ready for this, Aaron? Leadership okay. Lean In Nation. <laughs> not to be confused with transformation. Shout out to Mike and Natalie. Okay. The, I think we are called the leaners. The leaners. I was just going to say the leaners. We are not How about the lean learning until we're leaning. Ooh. Yeah. Somebody put it <laughs> on Twitter. You ain't learning unless you is leaning. Oh we are the leaners. Remember those V8 commercials? There's a reason why like, I'm the annual guest and not the semi-annual guest because I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna sh shoot down all shoot these down ideas. Shoot down all the ideas. Yeah, yeah. We're, no, Julia no. can't stop leaner. us. Leaner. I like we, leaner. Yeah. Lean with it. We're getting lean, lean with, with it. it. Rock, Rock with, with it. it. Yeah, I like that. Okay, we're the leaners. So thank yeah. you to everybody that is a part of our tribe. We are not arrived. We don't have all the answers, but we're bringing guests on that do have all the answers. And that is why. Put your hands together wherever you are, <laughs> on your run or in your living room, checking out Leadership Lean In. Julia, it's great to have you on. Thanks for having it's me. It's been a year. It's Has it really been a year? <laughs> no, it's been a year, like a tough yeah, year. Yeah. It's been a year well, since listen, you were on. It has also been a year. It has been a year. Um. A year. I don't even know what we talked about last time, but I'll have All to. All I know is that we were not in this studio, no. a.k.a. my office. I like this we studio. Were, I like this. This is awesome. Yeah. Shout out to Colin and Cast Media that let us start Leadership Lean In, hosted Leadership Lean In forever. And then in the pandemic, we went from our bedroom to elevated and oh, graduated right. to the we office. Did the, we, we did, did a bedroom. few episodes in the bedroom. Yeah. We, 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 were, we, we were with John Gordon. In. Catherine Schwarzenegger Pratt was on there. Yeah. Levi Lusco was on there. Wow. Mike Todd was on there. Chris Durst. So we had a lot of people. You got busy Rich in the Jr. bedroom. <laughs> you said that, not me. So again, she only comes on once a year. <laughs> so oh, it geez. has been a year. We're very excited. Okay. And I feel like yeah. we bring you on. I'm, we should be talking to you about food and fashion. Should, wait, really? Okay. Hey, leaners. <laughs> leaners? Yeah. Does, I don't know if it rolls. Uh, yeah. We're, I say you come on another episode this this year. Oh yeah, maybe next season because we're doing seasons maybe, now. Maybe next we year. We do food You'll and fashion. You'll see me in twenty twenty two. Let us know yeah, yeah. if you want Julia to do one on food and fashion. But we always talk to you about yeah, relationships, and the reason why is because you and I are in a covenant committed <laughs> relationship. That I was we studying are. I don't this know morning. Why I'm laughing. I, I was studying this morning okay. for Sunday. Okay. And on my Logos Bible software, no, I did not get paid to say that. Yeah, yeah, that's not an ad. And the ad um, has has a different voice, you know. It, it, I, was, I was studying in the in the in the Old Testament, the word love, both from God to man and man to God, 
and even the 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 attempt to adhere to the law is that I I I've never seen these two words together that it was a loyalty of love hmm. God's loyalty to us and our loyalty to him and I wrote that phrase down and I thought you know my loyalty of love is to you wow. your loyalty of love is to me and we're trying to like everybody else get better and better so we're going to talk about relationships today and we're going to get real okay no this is not the real with <laughs> shout out to adrian this is not the real she's on the view or the real, the real. she's on the real yeah i knew that so we're gonna get real today I um let's do it are you ready yeah. i'm interviewing you okay. you're the expert today no i okay okay right, we're having a conversation but yes let's do okay let's we'll tee it up it. okay when i say this phrase okay. what comes to mind Okay. We're talking to leaders today the about leaners, relationships. The leaners. Okay. The, we're the leaners. Okay. They're leaning in right now. <laughs> <laughs> Guys yeah. are having fun today. Okay. Okay. Number one, we're trying to do our best. Remember you're on the same team. In your relationship, a lot of times there's conflict. Conflict is inevitable. Right. But you can't build opposition. How do you remember that you and I are on the same team? Well, I think let's start with it's natural to want what we want. I mean, mm. that's human nature that my opinion, my way or yeah. the highway, uh, I'm right, you're wrong. Mm. Um, I have this tactic. This is um, not something I would suggest, but mm. this is free for someone who likes to win. I have this tactic <laughs> that we use. I already know where you're going with it. That we, I use, you use in an argument when uh, we both are, we're both strong firstborns yep. and uh, we both like to win. We, yep. we both have an edge of competitiveness to us. Mm. And um, when we're debating, debating. I'm, that's like a kind it's word. A kind yes. Word. When we're fighting fair, um, <laughs> I, I just have this, this mode that I go in. I'm like, you know what, Chad, that's, that's right. You are right. <laughs> Actually, you are so right that you win. You win. You're you're the winner. You have won. You got the gold medal. Now, as the winner, just remember hurts. Just to even hear that you say it I am the loser. Loser. I've lost. You're leaning into losing. I, yes. I you you're the winner. Yeah. But the one you love. Right. The one that you're in a committed, loyal love relationship loyal with, love. <laughs> loyal leaning love, yep. I am. I'm the loser. Right. I am. I am. I'm. I'm just such a loser. I. I have lost. Okay. Okay. So, I, I feel like I'm actually yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. doing something bad right now. You're getting me again. So I think with that premise is yeah. like it takes a, it takes us to set our emotions aside. That's right. No put our pride down, our ego Man. away and just be like, it's okay mm -hmm. to, to lose or to meet in yeah. the middle or to have humility in that moment to right. be able to see how the other one feels. That's right. And, um, Oh gosh, it's so good to be right though. It's right. so good right. to like get your way, yeah. have your point be heard. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely, what was the original question? I'm the, drifting. The, well, Here no, we go. You, no, you're fine. <laughs> you, you, remember, you're on the same team. And I, yeah, I, I think that is. Yeah, I think that's totally. Um, 
I mean, you've played more sports than I did. You know, hey, choir team, does that count? <laughs> Science team, <laughs> shout out team. to the smart people. No, <laughs> um, no, you're a good debater, better than I am. I think that um, being teammates just requires us to play our roles to the best ability. That's right. You know, I think it does. It, it causes you to lean in to the team. Yeah. Which is the other person of going, what do I, what do you need? How can I help you? Some of the best marriage advice that I heard this past year, you and I have sat down with counselors. Mm -hmm. We're trying to get our marriage as strong and healthy as possible. We want to encourage everybody out there to go do that. Mm -hmm. But is to ask the question, what do you need? Right. It's so disarming to the other person that could be upset and just mm -hmm. going like, hey, I'm on your team. I'm mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. We're, when the Bible says the two shall become one, mm -hmm. that is so critical to understand that your win is my win and your loss is my loss. We're not separated. We are not individuals yeah. anymore. We are one. And so we want this unit to win, mm -hmm. which is our home, our family, our finances, our, our kids. We're one. And so anybody that doesn't get that oneness of that right. starts to get competitive yeah. and try. And so anytime, you know, you're using it as an example of like, hey, you're trying to make me the loser here, which is like, that's so backwards. Mm -hmm. We should fight for each other. Yes, and it remember is. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, you love that. <laughs> and remember, we're on the same team. We're right. going for the same goal, yeah. which is health, yeah. which is prosperity in our soul which is living a great life. Yeah. And it starts with being teammates. Here's the second one. Yeah. Don't retaliate, compensate. Oh. What, what, what comes to mind when I say that line? Don't retaliate, compensate. Yeah, I think um, compensating takes effort, takes work. It takes... Mm. Um, it's, just e it's just easy to, to retaliate. It's yeah. easier. Yeah. You know? 100%. And so... I think a lot of times, I mean, we've been married for 12 and a half years. We mm. get credit for the half, you know. Yes. I'm, uh, yes, we know. Um, I think through several times when we're like, fine, you, you just do you, I mm. do me, mm -hmm. instead of working hard right. to, um, to compensating for the gap or, yeah. um, the lack that is needed to be filled. And so right. um, com compensation for us practically, mm. I, I'm like trying to think of some examples. Um, I mean, compensating for us sometimes look like getting help. Yeah. And, and figuring sure. out how to fill that gap. Yep. Um, compensating for us sometimes, um, means that we need to remove the emotions of the retaliation, yep. taking pauses, yep. taking a break and revisiting. Mm -hmm. um, and in that place of unemotion, we can actually hear each other. Totally. Um, you know, when I, when I compensate and when I want to give and to serve, that is not in a moment when I'm frustrated right. or hot-headed right. or emotionally wired. Yep. That's from a place of like, Getting perspective, need some space, understanding the big picture. Yeah. You know, yeah, I was I was uh, saying this the other day, but I saw Greg Laurie, great pastor from Riverside. He uh, tweeted, um, "A marriage is two people 
that are committed to being great givers and forgivers. Right. Yeah. And I love the 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 combination of that. Yeah. Because when I see don't retaliate, um, all of us are emotional, and all of us have an ability to, you know, when the Bible says faithful are the wounds of a friend, mm-hmm. faithful are the wounds of a spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like it's just part of being married that when you're when you're married or you're in a relationship, you're gonna see the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right. Right. So. The only way the relationship can flourish is that if I give you margin for error, mm-hmm. I give you room for failure, yeah. you give that to me, and we we give each other grace, we mm-hmm. give each other forgiveness. It's mm-hmm. givers and forgivers. And when I say don't retaliate, compensate, I think of that quote mm-hmm. because there's no way that we can have a healthy marriage or a healthy soul if I'm always retaliating or reacting to where you're at and what you're doing and vice versa. Yeah. So I love that line because I think that's where everything gets good mm-hmm. is if I can somehow, I love that you use the word calm down mm-hmm. and give and forgive. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. I love that. Okay, number three, uh, try on each other's shoes. This is crazy because right when I read this, <laughs> I see in our, in our bedroom, I yeah. walked in last night and two of your shoes were out and immediately I thought, Clive, you went in there and you tried on your mom's shoe. You're you're a, you're not gonna do that, son. <laughs> try on each other's shoes. What what does that make you think of? Try on each other's shoes. Yeah, I mean it's to live a day in someone else's shoes. You know, put yourself in their way, their perspective, right. what's going on, in in their heart and their lens. Um trying on someone's shoes I mean me immediately it makes me think of um the art of empathy or the art of compassion right and when I say the word art it's a it is an art form it's 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 a muscle that has to be learned I mean there are people that are beautifully wired to uh just exude empathy and compassion naturally i think both of us are wired more tough (laughs) you know and we're we're wired more um let's run hard and go and um intense would be a word i would describe both of us right um but really understanding how someone feels Mm. is it empathy and compassion it 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 takes exercise it takes right. um it takes pauses it takes um practice and yeah. um when i think of putting myself in your shoes mm. it is simply just getting rid of all my own expectations and needs mm. it just says okay i'm going to understand what he's faced today Mm -hmm. what his needs are even though i want my needs more than your needs right 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 right. i I think that i think out of all of them that would be like a real big challenge 100 percent for us i think that is something that um we just get really focused on what we want what we want to achieve what we want to accomplish on our days off right um we have different set of expectations and we have to learn how to understand um if you need rest on that day and if i need to organize something and to run errands you know where where there's given where there's take. A hundred percent. I was. It, it makes me think of the morning 
something that we're trying to figure out the rhythm of the morning in our home. And right now, something that is off is where you're like, I have just done, I made breakfast, I got the kids ready, I did this, I did, and you sat and read the Bible and studied. This is not how life should go. And and um, when I hear all that the that you've accomplished and done for the house, it makes me go, I got to put myself in her shoes. And what does that feel like to be left out on her own accomplishing all of this? And I'm not contributing. I'm not helping. So I think putting yourself in the other person's shoes is really listening. Yeah. The art of listening. Yeah. And, and hey, we're leaning in again. <laughs> we're some leaners. But leaning into <laughs> the relationship and the other person's needs. Right. What do you, I love that question. What do you need? And if I am a good teammate and I am for you and I do have loyal love, I am trying to figure out and put myself in your shoes in your relationships and your schedule mm-hmm. and how you're doing emotionally, physically. You know, what 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 does it feel like to be you? Mm-hmm. If I can pause and get some empathy and some compassion, yeah. I'm going to serve. If yeah. I just blow past and do my own thing, yeah. you're going to go further down the road of feeling isolated and not feeling like you have a helper. Right. And that, to me, is missing the mark. Yeah. It's just like it's got to be how, how can I put myself in your shoes? You do such a good job of this uh, uh, every Saturday and Sunday. I, I just know it's like in our rhythm of like you're trying to make sure I'm good for Sunday. And what do you need Saturday? How much study time? And how much rest? And how much, you know, and, and it's like we've got that figured out. I'm trying to figure out how to in the week lean into your world. And make your life easier. I just want to take the kids to Starbucks in the morning and just order breakfast sandwiches and make life easy. But that is not the solution to our problems. Yeah. No, I think you bring up a good point because if we just wait until date night to listen to each other and to make adjustments on our needs. Yep. um, And date night during a pandemic looks a little different. Right. right. And like, let's sit in the car and lock all the kids out and wave at them. Um, No, I think it's it, it is it's the Tuesday morning to the Saturday night. Mm. Those always have to be adjusted. If it's broke, we have to fix it because, um, if, if the Wednesday is fulfilling your needs and then Saturday night is my night, I think it's just like, there has to be an ebb and flow of, you know, we're, we're going to do what's best for both of us. Something that we've always done, I want to encourage everybody to do this. Whatever is broke in your life, world, relationship, schedule, fix it. We've always done a great job of just going like, hey, this is broke. Yeah. We're not going to operate like this. We identify what that problem is. Right. We identify what that hour is, mm-hmm. and we try and put our hand on it. Like a couple weeks ago, we go, hey, bedtime, this is not going well. We're not doing good <laughs> ending the day strong. Yeah. We're getting too frustrated with the fifth time that they come out to ask for milk. Yeah, fifth is generous. Let's let's (laughs) let's let's you know and just fix it. So I love that. Next next one. Okay, bite your tongue, quick to listen, slow to speak. What comes to mind? Bite your tongue, quick to listen, slow to speak. Well, we just concluded a proverb series at the church, and so immediately I just think of wisdom and. You know how we need to learn to tame our tongue and have self control, mm. and um, sounds easy, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right. I yeah, I think self control is a fruit of the spirit for a reason. You know, right. it it is something that is to be admired. It's something mm. um, that's beautiful. 
um, slow to speak is difficult when you are really wanting someone to understand what you're experiencing, what you're feeling. And generally that's our spouse. Mm. Um, we talked a long time ago about how we protect our pillow talk. So we don't go to bed and we don't just dump information or gossip or share our frustrations with other people. You have always done such a good job at as soon as I want to use my spouse as someone that I run my mouth to, you've always been like, you go to that person, you go to prayer, Mm. like you sort that. Mm. And so you've led that really well in our home that we're not even about other people running our mouths, like words are edifying. Um, So that on average, a man says about two to three thousand words a day, right. and a woman ten to eleven thousand, and Crazy. probably five hundred of those ten thousand are words that are meaningful and productive. Mm. So, I think of like that idea of how much excess mm. and how much garbage I'm dumping out, and so it's like slow to speak, you know, quick to listen. Mm. I mean, that is something that as a woman and me trying to get all my women, woman brain thoughts yeah. out there, processing out loud, I'm like, what comes out of the mouth mm. has to be from out of the heart. So yeah. it's like, if I want to be slow to speak mm. and my words are of value mm. and my words are on purpose and my words um, are ones that edify and are mm. productive and life-giving... You know, I really have to work on the root of the issue, the heart. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You you landed exactly where I think all of us, anyone that's listening, anybody that's that's streaming in, it's just like, this is the biggest problem we have. I have a wounded heart, and so do you. Yeah. I'm a broken person, and so are you. Yeah. And the more broken we stay, and the more more wounded we are, Mm -hmm. hurt people hurt people mm-hmm. like it's just the bottom line if 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 ever i get ugly it's because my heart is ugly yeah and i've got to be a person for the sake of my home and my marriage and my relationships and my life to find times where i receive healing yeah healing comes from god's presence i believe that healing comes from great great community and and, and great relationships healing comes from laughter and the joy that comes from you know it's like it, the bible says it's medicine Right. Mm-hmm. It's like I've got to get my heart good because my words will stay ugly. Yeah. If my heart is creased. Yeah. My heart is shattered. So, yeah, when I say quick, um, you know, quick to, to, to listen and slow to speak, I don't even have a shot at that. <laughs> I'm so yeah. far. I think that's why the pandemic was so hard yeah. is because people got decimated financially. Mm-hmm. Their confidence got, you know, thrown down the drain people's lives and they're used to travel they're used to a certain uh, amount of uh, access to people they're used to community it's take all that away then people are broken yeah and out of that brokenness what are they left at home with social media right i guarantee twitter has never seen such volatility and social media such ugliness as this past year why because everyone's broken mm-hmm. and hurting and we will continue to have ugly words if we have an ugly heart. Mm-hmm. So I think for both of us, our commitment is just going like, hey, 
the issue is not you as much as I want it to be about you. Yeah. I am actually the problem. Yeah. I'm reacting like this because I'm not in a good place. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So okay. I wonder if people are curious what our ugly words are. Oh, I know, and I'm going there. Stop. Stop. Okay. Um, five was stay tender. I'm going to skip it because we don't like you and I are kind of, uh, you said the word intense. We're more driven. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I'm like, we're tender, oh but let's, let's, let's go. Let's I can climb. never let's go. relate with yeah. the image that Jesus is petting the sheep. You know, I'm yeah. like, yeah, Papa God. It yeah, just yeah. doesn't, it's Papa not our language. God. Daddy. Number, <laughs> Daddy yeah, God. Yeah. Okay. Number yeah. six, look for beauty. Oh, I love this. What comes to mind? Looking for beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, I know for us, like when I um, am unable to see the good mm. and be grateful for mm. what we have, right? I think I start digging deep, and the core issue is that I'm not seeing the beauty in myself. Mm. So, for me, Loving myself equals yep. loving others. Beautiful. Finding beautiful things about myself equates to finding beautiful things about other people. Yep. Um, loving how God made me yep. go down the line. Yep. It enables me to, to love how God made other people. I mean, right. there's like a real connection. 100%. Um, and I haven't loved that reality to figure mm. that out about myself. Mm. Um, we have four kids mm. and... Um, they're all wired differently and I love that about them. So we have, um, the kid that sleeps up and wakes up with a smile. We have the kid, um, that wakes up growling and ready to throw something. <laughs> we have the kid that wakes up instantly finding the negative in the day. I mean, there's, there, <laughs> there's different essential oils for each child's need. No, just kidding. Um, there <laughs> We're all wired differently. And so um, some of us by nature Mm. can find the beauty in things easier. I mean, that is uh, we have close friends and um, their kids. It's like if we give them a bag of Cheetos as a gift, like they're going to think that this is the most amazing, beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have. A, a kid in our mix. We we have a kid. We have a child. Together, we have a kid. Um, <laughs> that it's like, it's more difficult to please. Yeah. Higher expectations, bigger yeah. dreams. Now, that it's a leadership quality. Quality. But we're always teaching um, our kids how to find the beauty right. in the midst of the moments. Yep. Now, there can be bad moments. Sure. There can be bad things but we can't create Mm. a bad day out of it so there can be bad days but we can't create a bad month out of that so i think finding beauty in the midst of let's just use 2020 Mm. i mean people have used the term silver lining or you know beauty in the ashes but Mm. i just think finding beauty does Mm. for me personally it requires me to remember. It yeah. requires me right. to look back and appreciate all Very that good. God has done. Mm-hmm. So if I'm like, I've had dark days where I feel alone and mm. isolated, and I'm like, God, 
are you with me? Am mm. I still on your radar? Mm. I have to look back and yep. say, oh, that's right. You've never forsaken me. Yep. You've brought me this far. Yep. Now, if I'm getting negative about what's going on in our house and feeling overwhelmed, I sure. look back and I say, God, you've never forsaken mm. me. Your hand has been in every moment mm. this far. Mm. And so I, I think it finding beauty requires remembering yep. for me personally. Totally. Um, remember how beautiful and how good yeah. his faithfulness has been. Absolutely. Um, finding beauty uh, requires a habit of gratitude. That's it. I Like I have to take time. Yeah to declare the good things and speak them out loud. That's and right. it really does, it, it shifts my thinking. Yeah. It shifts my ability to find beauty. I, I, I think you, you hit on two things that I, I just want to, you know, highlight that I think are really important. I think the first one you hit on was you loving yourself. Yeah. Because I can't find the beauty in anyone else or anything else until I see the beauty in myself. Right. And I think that, you know, we have friends that recently were in marriage counseling, and I think that, you know, somehow, I forget how they concluded this, but the biggest issue was the man doesn't love himself, doesn't mm -hmm. value himself. And because he doesn't value himself, he doesn't do X, Y, and Z. And because he doesn't do X, Y, and Z and love himself, there is no room for him to love his wife. Right. And I think that right there at the core. Yeah. You cannot find beauty in someone else mm -hmm. if you do not first find beauty in yourself. Yeah. So I think it goes back to confidence. Right. Security. Yeah. Identity. When I love me, I got room to love others. Yeah. If I am shame and con guilt and frustration with me and unkind, if I speak unkindly to me, I'll speak unkindly to everybody else. Yeah. So my self-talk and my self-view mm -hmm. matters. Right. Because it determines whether I can see beauty in other people and other things. Yeah. I think the second thing that you hit on is gratitude. Mm -hmm. We walked uh, uh, last week. We, we were in Florida and we walked into Rich and DC's house. And I don't know if you remember the first thing you see when you walk in their house mm -hmm. is a is a painting. Mm -hmm. And I forget the exact phrase, but it's something like gratitude. Yeah. Like, are you grateful or something? So good. I yeah. don't remember what I said, but that's amazing. And, and, and I just right when I saw that, I just go, that's it. I, I, I so smart to put this when you walk through the door. Yeah. That this house is going to be filled with thankfulness. Right. I don't know anyone that struggles with somebody that's like, they are so grateful. Yeah. They are so thankful. They are just, they feel so blessed. Yeah. Like anyone that feels shortchanged, anyone feels like broken dreams. Right. My expectations haven't been met. I live with disappointment. It's like that. You, you get into that world. Hmm. You don't see the beauty in anything. Yeah. But you can see beauty. It's so much perspective. Right. It's so much paradigm. So when I see look for beauty, the first, I, in our children, I see such beauty. In mm -hmm. you, I see such beauty. In LA, people, I, this drives yeah. me nuts. Same. People are like, LA, California. It's like, yeah. no, 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 no. Come to LA. Let me show yeah. you LA. Yeah. There's no Angelino. The real LA. Going yeah. like our city. No, it's beautiful. Yeah. California is the greatest state in America. Like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yep. What is ugly in yep. Spanish, it is the word fail to someone else. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful to another. Yeah. 
So I think you have to look for the beauty in yourself and in the other person. Last one. Has this been awesome? Leaners. (laughs) Leaders are leaners. Like it's supposed to be readers, Chad. (laughs) Number seven, remember the foundation, trust, respect, and communication. So there's a foundation of all relationships. The three foundations, the pillars of a relationship is Mm -hmm. trust, respect, or maybe respect first. Respect, trust, and communication. When I say that, Hmm. what comes to mind? Well, um, I'm still on the leaner. And (laughs) so I think about when one of those has been broken, one of the Mm. pillars of the foundation has been Mm. broken. You got Mm. a leaning foundation. You like how I did that? You like how I did that? I see what Um, you did there. And then everything becomes off. All of it. Right? It's. It's unproportionate. It's not centered. Doesn't work. Um, so if something's ever been broken, you have to rebuild yep. the pillar of that. You have to rebuild the foundation. That's it. And um, I would assume that every person has had one of those areas 100%. harmed or hurt or broken at some yes. point in their life. Yes. And so if we're talking about foundation and core and you and I are both working on our actual cores, our cores right, right now. now. Yes, we are. Uh, and that is because we have old backs. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's, you know, any physical therapist, when you have an injury or when you have uh, a trauma to any part of your body, they'll start mm. with getting that core right, you know, get get the core right and then Mm. everything else can be built off of that and Mm. so when you talk about foundation I just instantly think about when we realize that there were cracks in the foundation Mm. and how do we rebuild that you know something that's been broken um if you have shattered glass and we try to glue it back together guess what it's going to be easily shattered yeah Again, if you drop it yeah. lightly. So if you're susceptible to re-breaking, mm. you have to figure out mm. how to get yourself whole That's right. correctly. That's right. And um, yeah, I think luckily in our marriage, trust has never been something that's been broken. Right. I, I Neither of us live in fear um, of the other one. And... I think that has a lot to do with we have parents that are still together. That right. comes from our home environments. Um, so right. maybe someone is listening that they don't they ha- they have seen trust be broken in their home that they grew up in, and that's a core fear for them mm. is um, is the ability to trust. Um, that that is something that is. A challenge to rebuild that but I think that's something that's worth um, having faith over fear and choosing to grab a hold of that and finding the beauty and the benefit of yeah. the other person um, yeah tr- trust is a challenge right for people but I'm really grateful that I trust you I really I do trust you. Um, oh this is so nice <laughs> yeah 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 um, but no trust trust and what was the other respect one respect and communication. and communication well communication Ooh. is one that is maybe Huge. one that we really are always working on always <laughs> working maybe, on yeah absolutely um 
communication has been something that we're always finessing. We're always working on. Well, can right? I just say that communication, the demand to be good at it, never goes away. Right. The requirement of constantly building this pillar, no one is above or exempt of it. Yeah. It's like I we're communicating feelings. Yeah. Communicating schedule. Yeah. Communicating conversations that are essential. Like just communicating where we're at, where we're going. What our needs are. What our needs are. It's just yeah. constant communication. So I think when we talk about these pillars, I think what we're really saying in relation relationships are work. Right. Rela- uh, just uh, let me encourage you that just like if you're in a relationship, that's amazing. You're married. That's amazing. It just takes a lot of hard work for something to be great. Mm-hmm. And so I got to work on my communication. I got to constantly work on my character, which builds trust. My decision making skills, which yeah. build trust. Yeah. And I got to always make decisions that are of respect. How do I speak in a way that is respectful? How do I act and when Julie's not around, that builds respect. It's just all of these things are constant. They're fluid, and they continue to build a greater life. Or when one of these goes bad, it's like we got to press pause, and we got to focus on this thing and go, hey. It's like I heard someone say about you know ministry. Um, you worry about the depth of it, and God will worry about the breadth of it. Hmm. Relationships are the same thing. Right. I worry about the depth of our pillars and how good our foundation is. And if that's strong, (laughs) the rest is awesome. You can't take a vacation to fix a foundation. Right. Yeah. Right. You can't, you, you, you can't buy a present to fix the foundation. Yeah. You put in the hard work of a relationship and then the rest is just cherry on top. Right. And it takes time to rebuild a foundation. Hundred percent. So I think when people are like, "I just need a vacation," I just, you know, I just need some time off. I'm like, give yourself a while. Yeah. You know, rebuild and then look back and see how much you've grown. That's it. You know, celebrate the little wins. Right. I think that's something we've uh, in this last year tried to get really good at. Yeah. Just celebrate the the the, the yeah. growth, the progress, and the little wins. Yeah. This was awesome. It's fun. What, else, what were, else in this last year we really worked hard at? Getting our waistlines back. I don't know what you think. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that's ever going to happen. <laughs> uh, we have done. We've made a lot of meals at home. Ooh. When I say we, mean we're me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, we've had. I, we've I, eaten a lot. I did the Postmates. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Postmates. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of peanut butter and jelly last year. Yeah, we had that. We did. We had a lot of. Um, we had a lot of great. Yeah, we had fun. It, it. What's so funny? I was telling somebody yesterday. I love this new life so much. I don't know if I'm quite ready to go back to my old life, or ever will fully go back to that old life. Right. Not that it was bad. It was just like, I really like being home every night. Like, this is fun. Like, being around our family every night, I really enjoy it. Maybe I didn't enjoy that the first three, four months, but I've <laughs> learned 11 months into it to now enjoy it. So, we love you, leaners. <laughs> we will be back for episode four of season number one. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube, Spotify, or Apple uh, Apple Podcast, Apple Music Podcast. And also, we are sending a leadership email every other week. Make sure you subscribe to that. We love you.
We'll see you soon.